if you haven't already guessed the theme of today, then hopefully this will make it clear. So, this is a true or false. I will ask you a question. If you think it's true, when I say put your hands up, put your hands up. If you think it's false, when I say false, put your hands up. So, the first question, the nice and easy one to start with. The existence of water is essential for life on Earth. Hands up if you think it is true. Hands up if you think it is false. Hopefully. Or a few. Unfortunately, it is true. So, water covers 60% of the Earth's surface. Is this true or false? Hands up if you think it is true. Hands up if you think it is false. Or slightly more said true. It is false. It covers 70% of the Earth's surface. Next one. The Mariana Trench is the deepest point in the world's oceans and it is in the Atlantic Ocean. Hands up if you think it is true. Or only a few. Hands up if you think it is false. Okay. I'd just like to say the number of hands going up and down each time is getting less and less. I'm a bit disappointed. It is false. It is a Pacific Ocean. The longest river in the world is the River Nile. It reaches 6,650 kilometres in length or 4,132 miles. Hands up if you think it is true. Few of you, hands up if you think it is false. It is true. Pure water has no smell or taste. Hands up if you think that is true. Hands up if you think that is false. Or more people reckon true and they are correct. Water from the sea or ocean is known as seawater. On average, each kilogram of seawater contains 13 grams of dissolved salt. Yes. <laughs> Hands up if you think it is true. Hands up if you think it is false. It contains 35 grams. So, that was just to whet your appetite. Now we have a challenge. So, as we have seen, water is vital. What sort of things do we need water for? Hydration, very good. To drink, oh, very good. You've helped me get on to knife point very well. So, yes, washing, cleaning, washing hands your armpits, that sort of thing. So we now, yeah, playing games with, very true. Toilets, very good answer. So we have a water challenge. I need one child. Okay, <laughs> there's a Freddo in it for you. And I need one adult. Now I was thinking, I might have to pick on the adult, and I was thinking perhaps David or Giles um, might be participating for us. I have a question to ask them. First, though, are any of you, either of you, planning on going out this afternoon? No? Oh, that's good. So it could be either. So hands up if you'd like David to do it. <laughs> Charles, David Belbin. Charles's hand straight up. Hands up if you'd like our church warden to do it. Charles, come on down. <laughs> There's a Freddo for you. Right. Ollie, we'll do your one first. Simon, can you bring down Ollie's challenge? Now, I would like you 
to drink all of these glasses. Okay, do you think you can do it? There's no trick in it. Go. Very good. Well done, Ollie. Now, Ollie, yeah. do you think you will need another drink at some point today? Yeah. Very good. How long do you reckon you'll last now after having that much water? An hour. So you reckon an hour you'll need another drink? Okay. Now, Giles, now it's your turn, and it gets slightly harder. Simon, would you like to bring down Giles's challenge? We would like you to drink all of this. In one go. In one go. In one, one go. go. In one go. Yeah. My mouth's too small. You can swallow in between. sit and drink that slowly. Okay. But let us know when it's done. Do I not get that until I've drunk it? No, you don't get a friddle until you've done it all. Oh, Giles. There you go. I feel sorry for you. You can have a friddle. Oh, thank you. Okay. So, Ollie has a tiny bit of water. They don't get filled up at the end, and he thinks he can only go for an hour without another drink. Giles managed to drink two pints of water, had the option of a third. Every time, we didn't know how long he'd be able to go for, but every time he would run out, there would be another pint of water. It would never run out. Okay, where does that leave us? So, in today's passage, we're looking at Jesus and the Samaritan woman. And as we heard from the video, and we know from previous experiences, Jews and Samaritans did not get along. They didn't talk to each other. As they mentioned in the video, they wouldn't have even shared a jug of water with each other. So for Jesus to actually speak to her and say, can I have a drink, was doing something that was countercultural. And his main message all revolves around water. And today we are focusing on verses 13 and 14. Now, what do you think those words say? Very good. So, we all drink water. Various forms, some squash, some plain, some tea, some coffee. And if we don't have it, after a while we begin to get a bit lethargic. We begin to get a headache. We lose our concentration. We might start getting grumpy. 
<laughs> there was a definite look there, Steve. <laughs> and we all need it. And we can go a few hours and we might not notice it, but eventually the feeling of thirst might overwhelm us and we'll have to go for a drink. But as much as we drink, there'll become a point when we get thirsty again. It can never satisfy us for that long. But the water Jesus is talking about is slightly different. He's saying it's one that will spring up within us and it will well up to eternal life. So firstly, oh, there's the verse. I was meant to take a bit before that. We all need water and it's Christ's gift within us. So it will become in them. Now, we all look for things that will satisfy our thirst. And I don't know about you, but sometimes when I start getting thirsty, I think I'm actually hungry. So instead of going for the drink that I should be doing, I instead go for a bag of crisps, a cereal bar, bar of chocolate, or what else? Oh, at the moment we've got a box of celebrations open. That is fatal. Um, I might go for a yoghurt. If we're healthy, we might go for vegetables or fruit. That's not me. And we all look for something. And we eat thinking we're hungry and we take it into our bodies and it never fully quenches the thirst that we have. We never fully get there. And eventually we might realise that we're thirsty and actually we just need a drink. But sometimes we think, oh, hang on, I'll go for something else. And we try and find something to fulfil that need that we have in us to drink. Try and find it. Now, that's almost what the world does. The world is thirsty for something and it looks for something. And sometimes we try and find that satisfaction in wealth, in possessions, in what we have and what we do, what our career is, and we try and find it in that, not realising that actually that's never going to fully satisfy us. But we're people whose satisfaction comes from Jesus. And it's in him that we find what we need, and it's in him that that thirst is quenched. We carry about within us all that is needed for our life. The second thing he says is a spring of water. Now, what, what comes to your mind when you think of a spring of water? What sort of stuff do you think of? Any ideas? Fresh, yeah, fresh water. Clear, very good. Pardon? Sparkling, yeah. All think like a purity almost, that when we get the water straight from the source, it's almost like it's in its purest form. It's, it's completely clear. It's without all the additives and it's without the, you know, the squash that we might add to it later. In my mind, a spring is also something that's flowing, that's moving. It's not stagnant. It's not like, you know, when you see the ponds and it's got all that green stuff over the top of it. It's something that is moving, something that is flowing. And for, like, when we live our lives, sometimes they can become a bit mundane. We go through the motions. We might get a bit stagnant. But the promise of a spring of water implies something different. It implies something that, you know, there's joy bubbling up within us. There's peace within us. There's hope within us. There's all these things that when we know Jesus, they just bubble up and they change how we live our life. They change it. It's a spring of water. Now, the third thing, it's welling up to eternal life. What do you think of when you think of a well? Deep, yeah. Deep, something that is just down and you don't actually know where the end is. You can just pull more water up and more water up. You don't know how long you've got left. But for, for us, it's eternal life. The water goes deep, it lasts. And as Giles' cup never went empty, each time it got near to the bottom, Simon was already coming out with the next one. 
That was never going to run out. It was always going to be there. It was going to be for eternity. The water Jesus offers is for eternal life. And as Christians, we live our lives in anticipation of what is to come, in anticipation of our eternal lives. That's how we live. But what is living water? What is it? What is actually Jesus talking about? And later on in John um, chapter 7, verse 38 to 39, we realise that living water is the Holy Spirit. So Christ's gift to us is the Holy Spirit within us, the Holy Spirit of spring, the Holy Spirit leading us to eternal life. And it's those things that Jesus is promising this Samaritan woman. And it's those things he promises us. That offer of the Holy Spirit coming within us, the offer of the Holy Spirit being like a spring in our lives, bubbling up to something else. The Holy Spirit within us leading us to eternal life. Those are the things he was offering a woman who society around him was rejecting and who he spoke to. It's the same gift that he offers to us whatever situation we're going in, whatever we might have like come across or happened to us, it's the same gift. It's the gift of the Holy Spirit. And that is available for each and every one of us. So if you don't remember anything else, remember living water is the Holy Spirit. And the gift that was offered to her is offered to you. It's within you, it's springing within you, and it's leading you to eternal life. (coughs) Shall we pray? Father God, we thank you for your great love and I thank you for the gift of the Holy Spirit. Lord, would you come and dwell within us? Would you take us deeper? Would you bubble up in us to bring us joy and hope, peace, whatever we need at this circumstance that we're going through? And Holy Spirit, would you lead us to eternal life? Would we lead our lives in anticipation of what is to come? So Father, we thank you for your presence. We thank you for your love. And we thank you that you speak to us. Amen. Amen.